my uh, my oldest uh, daughter Lucy the other day was sitting at our table. She's age four, and she said uh, all of a sudden she said, maybe one day. I can go sing with the Hunter brothers and be a Hunter sister. There you go. The retirement plan is in motion, eh? That's right. Absolutely. You always got to be thinking ahead. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. I'm joined now with a man in the province that has the time zone change right. And uh, he was a little bit late. And I think it's because he was, uh, his brothers tell me, trying to catch a chicken. I'm not sure if that's true or not. <laughs> Ty Hunter joins us from the Hunter brothers. Ty, how you doing today? What's happening, Dave? It's so good to hear your voice. Yeah, you know, Saskatchewan, just keeping it steady, not changing, not complicating things. I, I was actually wrangling a chicken yesterday, <laughs> um, although that wasn't the reason I was late today, just interview day, you know. So um, I'm doing great. It's so good to uh, chat with you again. How's life for you? You know what? Things are going well here in Manitoba. Things are slowly kind of getting back into a regular feel. And for you and the yeah. band to release new music, uh, you know, that's got to be a really exciting feel that maybe you guys haven't had in a while. It is, yeah. You know, we had uh, Hard Dirt released last year, and it was a year of a lot of sentiment. I think we wanted to release a message that was, um, you know, really heartfelt like that into the world. Um, this next single called Been a Minute is one that really points us towards the future of looking towards the excitement of, you know, gathering together one day, experiencing community and live music and seeing the people we've missed, um, you know, because it has been a minute. And it's so interesting how you talk to people um, all around the world, really, and that phrase comes out um, almost consistent, consistently with people from different regions and whatnot. It's a very universal phrase, and so I think everybody can relate to that statement uh, now more than ever. Ty, uh, just take us behind the scenes of that song. What was it like putting it together in a pandemic? And, and you know, what was that process like compared to other singles you've put, uh, you've, you've put out over the years? Yeah, totally. Well, I think it had one of the most unique processes of ever, any song we've done up to this point. So we had the tremendous honor of working with Hunter Hayes on this particular song. And um, it was really quite interesting because we have a, a, an old mechanics shop here on the farm and it uh, it became too small to facilitate the tractors and the size of the tractors nowadays. And so we decided that we needed to utilize that space for something else and so converted it into a rehearsal space and a studio. And we didn't know that this last year we would use the studio as much as we have. It's become probably one of our most utilized rooms on the entire farm. And so we were connecting with Hunter over this track and um, doing, uh, doing it remotely. Um, and so we, we, we were recording the track from our home studio. And it was so funny because I, I personally have never had a recording experience like this. Hunter had me laying on a couch for part of it. I was up dancing around the room for good portions of the, of the recording. And I think there was a lot of energy that had been stored up for the last year in not doing a, in not doing a live show. So it all went directly into, um, the performance of this track, which is two and a half minutes of, fun you know roll your window down let's have a let's have a great time um and so i think the essence of what the song was about was really um realistically captured in that moment which was really cool ty that is so cool i mean uh, you and the boys have, have you guys were kind of ahead of the curve you've been putting out videos before you're very interactive with your fans and that seems to be the way that music is trending now have you noticed that there's like that more interaction more video more you know just reaching out and trying to connect with people that way yeah, I think one thing um, that we've just been reminded of is that, you know, social media never sleeps. And, of course, it was a big thing before the, the pandemic happened. 
Um, but now more than ever, it's so important to be connecting with people through social media because that's the means that we can do it right now um, with not being able to do live shows and live music, which we, we miss something awful. Um, it's, it is really an opportunity at the same time to pivot and to connect with people who are still on the other side of the screen. And, uh, you know, once an entertainer, you're always an entertainer. So um, one of the things that has been so encouraging for us is to, when we put a, a piece of content out um, on the internet, to see people respond back and say, this is a bright spot in my day, or this put a smile on my face, or I needed this today. Um, because I think that's where we see music and entertainment and the arts being so integral in seasons like this, and really at any given time, because they, they help give us that next step to move forward. Um, and so it's been really, really neat to see a lot of new faces uh, come on board to on social media, particularly in the last couple of months. And um, we look forward to how that will translate to live shows one day. Um, it's like harvest season um, on the farm, you know, it's being able to go and see everybody again. So we're just really looking forward to that. Love throwing in the farm references, eh? Oh, yeah. All, every job, like, it's funny. It's kind of like you have a seeding season, um, a growing season, and a watering season, and a harvest season. And music is absolutely no different. You know, and you put the seed in the ground, that's like, making, uh, that's like making a track or writing it or creating it. And then watering season is when it goes to radio, when it goes to streaming services and builds. And then the harvest season is definitely when you get out and do a show and, and see everybody and the magic happens that, you know, you just don't experience anywhere else. You know your people, that's for sure. You you, you know how to relate to your people. <laughs> Talking with Ty Hunter of the Hunter Brothers. Ty, you, you touched on it a little bit, but streaming now, and, and people are consuming more music in, in all different ways, but streaming has allowed you know us to consume all kinds of music. Do you think for artists that gives a, a, a greater license, a greater process to expanding what they do? I mean, this new sound from the Hunter Brothers, do you feel like, this, this way we consume music allows you to be even more creative when it comes to what you guys do and what you guys put out? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it allows you to, to diversify in ways that uh, maybe you couldn't do as much before. I mean, it, it sometimes can be very saturated then because there's so much music, and there's, which, which is really cool because I think everybody can find something that um, really resonates with them. And so that is a really cool component to it. Um, when it comes to the Hunter Brothers specifically, um, us as brothers, you know, are very different people. Um, we grew up all playing hockey, all farming, all doing music together. But at the same time, we are so different. Um, we're different individuals. And so I think what we have to contribute to the Hunter Brothers as a whole is something that's unique and different. And we've looked at it through the lens that if we, if we come together and we're able to agree on things that will hopefully allow us to have a, a, a stronger product or, or a stronger song or a stronger presence at the end of the day. Um, but at the same time, you have to be mindful not to miss the components that make each brother them. And so I think with having, you know, whether it's streaming or um, social media um, diversified in the way that it, that it has, it allows room for each brother to also um, kind of paint their creativity on, um, on, on the process as well. And so I think when people hear little elements or sounds that are a little bit different or outside of what the typical Hunter Brother wheelhouse is, um, it's because there's influences that uh, go beyond just one lane. So, um, yeah, absolutely. I think it's a really unique time for music and for uh, entertainment in general. And one of those new avenues was the Sea Shanty. And, man, did you guys put on a Sea Shanty show. And I had to work really hard to say that properly. <laughs> that was know, awesome, eh? Uh, everybody's been saying seed shanty or land <laughs> shanty. And I was like, yeah, totally. I mean, it was a parody on a sea shanty. And what was so funny about that is I was getting some direct messages um, from different sources saying, 
hey, um, would the Hunter brothers please do a sea shanty uh, because this would make my life a whole lot better. And that gave me the opportunity to do some deep diving and going, what is a sea shanty? (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, I knew, like, the whole, like, you know, what do you do with a drunken sailor? And, like, you've heard those things, um, you know, but just kind of realized, I'm like, oh, this is a whole trend right now on TikTok. And so um, we we dove into it. We definitely dove into it. And one morning I, uh, I was sitting in front of my fireplace at home and it was like this moment where lyrics literally just downloaded in my brain for what would work for the Hunter Brothers specifically for a sea shanty. So I, um, I brought the idea to the guys and uh, I found this old barrel, this antique barrel that was uh, being utilized as an end table at mom and dad's house. And I said to Dusty, I'm like, would, would you play this? Because I, 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 th- I think you need to play this and, and bang on this drum here. <laughs> and so in true Hunter Brothers fashion, everybody started contributing ideas and they're like, okay, well we could pull a tractor out from this side. We can go from this angle you know, throw the harmonies on it and let's just, you know, do it up in, in the way that we typically would. And so, um, yeah, that's what ended up happening. And, uh, it was just super cool to watch it kind of blow up a little bit on social media. Rarely a bad day at the Hunter brothers farm, eh? Oh, it's never a dull moment out here. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, Ty, I know that, uh, you're a big family man, you know, loving husband, loving dad, and I'm not going to ask you to pick your favorite kid. But I am going to ask you to pick your favorite Hunter Brothers song. You're most looking forward to playing live again when you can either make it out to Summer in the City here in Steinbach or, or some other show around uh, around Canada. Which one are you most wow. looking forward to playing live? That is a big question. But I think the immediate answer that comes to mind is Hard Dirt um, because we haven't been able to play full band. Uh, yeah, we haven't been able to play that song full band yet. So I think when we actually get to, to perform that on the flip side of things, um, it's going to be a really magical moment. Um, yeah, that would be my answer for sure. Ty, us here in Steinbeck, we've been lucky to have many interactions with the Hunter Brothers. You did the Steinbeck Pistons Banquet. You know, you're planning to hopefully do summer in the city again. You know, what does it mean to you and the boys that you have, uh, you know, just such a strong fan base in this Manitoba city? It honestly means so much to us. I I can't really put it into words. Um, I think, you know, the most tangible way to see it is when you do go to a show and people are singing your lyrics back. And that is like, that's a very humbling part of the process because, um, you know, sometimes when you're, you're on the farm here, you're putting music out in the world, you don't always see all the ways that people are connecting or resonating with it. But then when you get to the live shows or even on social media, I guess that, that is one way to, to see it. But um, nothing's quite like that live show moment when people show up, you know, they pay for a ticket, they come to be part of an event um, that you get to be part of hosting. And, and it, it means so much to us, honestly, to be able to connect with with people who are resonating with the lyrics that are resonating with the music. And like I said, if it's helping people um, in their day-to-day interactions, that that's really what matters to us as brothers. We got a couple more minutes here, but uh, I, I got to know, because you put this on the band Twitter page, you have a new band puppy. Did you end up finding a name for that, for that little puppy? <laughs> yeah. So um, it's funny because Dusty is actually um, Dusty's family's puppy. We, you know, we'll, we'll probably take her on the road here and there. I don't know. She's pretty awesome. She's a little, um, Staffordshire Terrier. And when we put that out onto social media to ask for names, Dusty just mentioned actually here a few minutes ago that it made things even more convoluted because Dusty, 
Dusty takes a long time to make decisions. Typically, like it took him, I think, five years to finally decide to marry Suzanne. And so coming up with the dog name, even from a brother's vantage point, was like, it was almost painful. Um, and so we put it out on social media. And then there was um, how many comments of ideas. And so that made it even more difficult for him to actually choose. And so they couldn't come to an agreement until they got down to two names, which was Rebel and Mocha. And their family put um, a bunch of R's and a bunch of M's in a hat, and they all pulled one out. And there were two Mochas and three Rebels, so Rebel it was. So the dog's name is officially Rebel, and that's my very long-winded answer to a very uh, short question. (laughs) Still, that is a great story. And if that dog ever does make it on stage with you, you know that she's going to steal the show. She she really is. I mean, dogs dogs usually steal the show. Let's be real. Really can't go wrong with that. Uh, Ty, we just coming off of International Women's Day, and you uh, you know you're so proud uh, of your wife, and and uh, you you and the whole band you know just really showcase the wonderful women in your life. You know, coming off of that and, and something we should be celebrating every day. What did that mean that you could you know put that out there to the world? Yeah, we are so so proud of the women in our lives. Um, you know, every day uh, they they deserve to be celebrated. Um, they, you know, the amount of work that they put in even just to allow for our careers to happen is incredible. And, you know, we want to support them and their dreams and their endeavors, you know, this last year to just, uh, speak to, um, what's transpired on a personal front. Um, my wife had a dream to open up a cafe. And so we had done that, you know, a few years back, but we were able to move to a new location. And I just felt like I was really able to support her dream and her endeavors and what she's, uh, what's been on her heart, which has been super cool. You know, we have little girls, all four of us who have families um, had little girls uh, first, which was really, which was awesome. And uh, so the girls are definitely leading the way in the race for, um, for kids in the Hunter family. And uh, just being able to, um, yeah, be part of their lives every single day is incredible. Watch them change and grow. And um, we're just so unbelievably proud of, of the women in our lives. And our mom, let's be real, she's uh, the amount of hours that woman put on a combine to allow for us to um, do what we're doing, sat with us almost every day, um, teaching us our notes on the piano. And uh, she's in many ways uh, the reason why we're doing what we're doing. Yeah, I look forward to one day seeing the announcement of the Hunter sisters being up for, you know, nine country music awards <laughs> in Saskatchewan. I think that would be pretty cool. My uh, my oldest uh, daughter, Lucy, the other day was sitting at our table. She's age four, and she said, uh, all of a sudden, she said, maybe one day I can go sing with the Hunter brothers and be a Hunter sister. <laughs> so she made that proclamation pretty pretty forward the other day. And so, uh, yeah, I think we'll we'll definitely see some some really cool and, and interesting numbers happen in the future. There you go. The retirement plan is in motion, eh? That's right. Absolutely. You always got to be thinking ahead. Last one for you here, Ty, before we let you go. We've uh, luck- we've luckily caught up with a number of artists like Tim Hicks, who says he's taken the pandemic to become an expert t-shirt folder. Uh, we heard Aaron Goodman become a, a master dishwasher. I know you're pretty busy on the farm, but is there a, a skill that you've maybe mastered over the last year that you or your, your family can be proud of? Yes, how to wrangle chickens. I mean, that's like, I, I never knew as much as I do now about chickens. I, I I think Lizzie and I are just, we're a little crazy. We now have two goats, 13 chickens, no, 11, because um, we gave the roosters away um, for a specific reason. Um, and we, we but <laughs> they were stressing the hens out. So we, 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 uh, we, we moved them forward to somebody else's farm. Smart man. That um, yeah. 
yeah so anyway uh that that's been a very unique learning curve it's reawakened my love for animals like i always loved animals but i didn't know that i would wind up with a funny farm with um you know 15 of them um especially in the midst of this last season so uh that's that would be my answer for for that for sure love it and i and i'm looking at the photo of jeb the chicken right now and you guys kind of have similar <laughs> hairstyles we do, we do. We're we're going through a, a cycle right now. You know, maybe we'll we'll frost the tips. No, I'm just kidding. We definitely won't do that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so it's yeah. They usually uh, start looking like their owner after a while. So you know, well, it so, works. We'll have to just start calling you the Saskatchewan Rocky if you're going to keep catching chickens like that, eh? Yeah, totally, totally. Ty, thank you so <laughs> much for doing this today. I really appreciate it. Always great catching up, and hopefully we can see you in Steinbach sooner rather than later. Hey, thanks so much, Dave. We appreciate you. Thanks for all that you're doing for um, country music in this time and for everybody. Uh, we really appreciate your support and can't wait to see you and the team and everybody out there hopefully very soon at a live show. God bless, man. Thank you so much. Take care, Dave. The Country 107 Morning Show with Dave Anthony. Weekday mornings only on Country 107.